0: All right. So I cannot wait to introduce our guest today. She's amazing. She has her own podcast and she'll tell us where we can find that. And she's done some great things. So okay, Wanda, go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone. Let them know um, what you do, who you are, where we can find you. And if you don't mind sharing your age or age range so we have some perspective
1: well wow miss nadia thank you for having me i'm so excited for you so hey guys i'm Wanda lamb aka the winning single mom and i exist to help single mothers manage motherhood make more money and win at life i'm 42 single my boys are 17 and 19 and i'm excited to talk about dating in fact is one of my most favorite things <laughs> and I'm always encouraging my single mom sisters to be open to good love. So girl, let's have it. Let's, let's have it. I love that. Okay. Let's
0: start with that. Single mom sisters open to good love. Now if you had to t- describe what you hear most from your audience, from the single moms that you help coach, wait, hold on. You've written a book, haven't you?
1: absolutely two the
0: exactly there you go you forgot that part and then we'll get into the question
1: well i talk a good bit about dating in the book in one of the chapters um i'm a christian and so i called the chapter um chasing your dreams while waiting for boaz and so i really broke down boaz and ruth in there y'all needed the book is called do it anyway the single mom's guide to living life and achieving her goals it is the get your life together guide Anything you're going through, i talk about it in there using my own story. So thanks, sis.
0: Good, good, good. Okay, so on that point, do you think mm-hmm. that a strong man, and I, I ask men this all the time, can be with a woman who is also strong, that has a successful career, may or may not make more money than him, and has her own opinion?
1: <laughs> so... The quick answer is yes. And the caveat to that is um, those relationships are rare because most of us have not been trained how to be able to be in partnership with someone who's equally as good as us. So I actually posted on my Facebook the other day about um, Dr. Boyce Watkins, who's a financial expert and I love his stuff, but he's really going after Kamala Harris you know, talking about how she's dating a white guy or was the white guy was married and how come she's not with the black guys and she's so pro-black and is she just, you know, pandering to us, right? So this is making a point. The point is that he went after her about who she's chosen to love. And I said, you know what? You need to remember that a lot of our brothers who when they become successful, make more money, have a certain status, they choose to date other as well. So if she wants to date other, mm-hmm. leave her alone, whatever that is. If she likes to swirl, get it, girl. Because, <laughs> a lot of times, because a lot of times, and this is the truth, years ago I heard in a seminar I was in, Black women um, are often seen as a threat in their careers because they are exactly like white men. We lead. We lead. I mean, think about the way wow. that we and raised, and and what I mean by that is as far as being in leadership right being able Mm -hmm. to get to the point shift things around and sometimes that's scary to a man who has to figure out his way um Steve Harvey when he wrote his book he talked about three things that a man needs to do it might have been four but I can only remember three he said when a man is ready to love a woman only when he's ready he's got to get his money together he's not ready until he has his money because that's 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's all he's dreamed of is having his money together And once he has because he's not focused on any of the other stuff unless his money is right, right? And so then he will profess his love for you. Then he's ready to provide for you. And then he's ready to protect you. Until he has his money straight, you can leave him alone. (laughs) So to answer your question in a roundabout way, yes. And no, it is rare, but it, it can be done. And we love our black brothers out there. We love you, we support you. Our brothers from another mother as well. But man to man across the board, We can look at so many relationships and see that many, when they get up on their little high horse, they're like, now I want this kind of woman. Now I want the one that doesn't tell me so much what's wrong about me. Now I want the woman, I used to love it when when I was building, when I was growing, I loved her input. I loved her influence. Now it's too much. Now I want Miss Easy going. And guess what? Miss Easy going, we could learn a lot from her because what really is the deal is when you watch that, when you watch an other with a black man, she's still leading. She's just figured out how to do it without him knowing it. So let me tell you something. We need to start making friends <laughs> Becky, honey. Making friends. Becky, teach me your way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, so you said something, you know what, so my former mother-in-law, who is a very gracious woman, is, you know, in a healthy, she's been in a healthy marriage with um, father my father-in-law. Mm-hmm. And I look at them, and I, you know, even, I mean, I met them when I was 19, right? So, and I was always just mesmerized by the way that they were able to live and cohabitate together and make decisions. And one thing, so she gave me some advice at my wedding shower, and it was exactly what you just said. And I really wish that I would have followed her advice in the early stages of my marriage and throughout, because I've learned that now, is that you will make all the decisions, just don't let him know that you've made all the decisions, Mm -hmm. just like you said. So tell us how we do this. (laughs) Those of us that don't know, Cause I figured out how that happens, but how, how do we lead the man to the right decision without basically letting him know we, we made that decision
1: you said it yourself, you said it with grace. And I will, you know, say this, that black women, we have had a lot come against us in life. So the last place we want to bow down and have to quiet down is home. And in our relationship with this person we love and have so much you know, respect for and admiration, right? Because if we're with a man, we're with him, right? We, we, we love our brothers. Um, but I will tell you that one of the things we have to learn is that we don't always have to fight. We don't always have to have the last word. We don't always have to be right. And sometimes it's better to choose peace um, and then to come back around with that. And so one of the things that I have learned, so the last real relationship I had was about five years ago. I dated a guy for three years, thought about marrying him. And over the last couple of years, I've just been like, ah, I'll have a VA, uh, I don't feel like. <laughs> but but three of my clients have got married based on coaching with me, right? Great. And not that I don't believe what I teach because I do. I just needed the space to to be ready again because we do have to make concessions. And so what I will say to you is, Make sure on the front end that you are connecting yourself with the man who leads well, with the man who honors you, has proven to you that he has the utmost respect for you. Therefore, I believe your your um, mother-in-law wasn't doing anything magical. She had already done the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? She had checked him out. You know, she had gone through her her, her interview. Um, and I'm sure they probably got married young, but um, those relationships exist. You have to find people who are in a space to, to do what you want to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I really and truly believe that if we do better, a, be, a much better job in the dating phase and not just that he looks good, not just that he has a great status and the nice car, all, none of that stuff matters when life is hot, <laughs> mm-hmm. when the mortgage needs to be paid, when somebody is sick, none of that stuff matters. Is he a good leader? Is he going to be a good leader in thick and thin? Is he going to be a good father? Is he a good provider? You know, we got to start looking at those things and then being able to say, then I can relax because I know I'm in good hands. You Mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Less fighting, more loving. Less fighting. Let's let that be the mantra this year. Less fighting, more loving.
0: (laughs) I love that. And you know what? You are absolutely right. Because I know for me, and just to clarify, so this was a second marriage for the both of them. And I wondered often Mm -hmm. if... Um, they were so successful at it. And don't get me wrong, you know, they had their ups and downs as well. But as far like it was a healthy, you know, God fearing marriage relationship and they're both in the church. But nevertheless, um, you know, one of the things I wonder is if the first time around can people really have successful marriages the first time if they get married young. I I got married at twenty three.
1: Yes, I think so. I think so. Because I remember um, my kid's dad, even though uh, 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 (laughs) I wouldn't go down that story today down that rabbit hole. But I would watch his mom and dad, they were in second marriages. um, But their second marriage just happened so quick. Well, I think it was her first and it was his second. And she was in her 20s and she said, We dated three months and then we got married. And by the time I met them, it had been like 25 years. And they were so in love. And I think that the success was the two people are actually committed to each other. I think the the husband had learned from his first marriage what not to do. Just like you just listed, those two people had been in relationships that didn't work. And so they now knew, hey, I really actually want to be in one. What did I learn from the previous? And so, you know, don't beat yourself up about the fact that your marriage is over and you're starting over again um, and you wish you had done this or or done that, just know that we still have the capacity to love somebody else. And we're amazing and there is somebody out there who is looking for somebody like you. And honey, Nadia is so fabulous and fine and hot to try. Honey, listen, why are we even having this conversation? She don't need no help. But the thing is to go in with the, with the a right heart condition. And that is that um i am here to work with you and i am here to support you just as much as i know that you're here to do the same things for me um Mm -hmm. and i think too we put a lot of pressure on our mates in the beginning to be perfect to be our everything and and that's not their role that's not their role
0: no you're absolutely right. do that you know yes one of the things i know for me is like i've learned um you know as i reflect upon you know what caused my divorce and then also the last three years so i've been you know single um for three years now officially divorced for only a year like 13 months so nevertheless um one of the things I learned was that I'm responsible for my own happiness like I can't look to other people to make me happy I can't look to a city to make me happy for the longest time you know I live in Jacksonville Florida now my whole thing was I'm can't wait to move back to DC thinking that When I move there, suddenly I'm going to be, you know, miss happy. That's not true. I need Mm -hmm. to be happy where I am right now. And even though I am still excited about the chance that I will move back to DC um, one day when my children, you know, are all off to college right now, I need to find happiness where I live.
1: Absolutely. So
0: um, let's talk a little bit about the transition from marriage to single life and then divorce life. Mm -hmm. Um, and happiness so I had and I would say even today it's still very contentious Um, my divorce was very contentious the um, post divorce is still very contentious what Mm -hmm. can we do as women as we are entering new relationships and just you know moving about our lives to help us when we are really trying to live our best life but we still have all this you know contention Mm-hmm. of, you know, involving the man who you, in this case, share children with?
1: Listen, let me tell you something. It took me three years to stop fighting with my kids, dad, and just to let go. Um, and I will tell you that you definitely have to go through your healing process. The first chapter in my book I mentioned is heal. Um, and I did that on purpose because I want, I want to take women through a journey. And that journey is you got to do your healing work first. You shouldn't yes. even be trying to date anybody. No free meals. You know, they got that meme going around. <laughs> no free yes. meals. Go eat at home, honey. Because the last thing you want is to get involved in something that ends up being something you've already had. And you're like, how mm-hmm. did I heal? That's because you didn't heal what was broken. That's because you didn't heal what, you didn't heal the hurt. You didn't heal those, you know, misconceptions. You didn't heal the 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 things that we've allowed to become truths which really aren't facts like no men are good everybody is a whore all this stuff we say you know nobody's gonna help me nobody wants to date a single mom all these they're lies that's so untrue because people are doing it every day they're getting married they're happy every day and you've got to be able to say what do i want and so um one of the things that i challenge women to do is not to make the list like, um, who was that, Yvonne Orji had a list, Nicole Ari Parker had a list. That's great, make the list, make the list. But I also challenge- Tell us
0: about them. the list, what's the
1: list? The list of the qualities that you want in a man. Okay. But I, I challenge women to go further. I said, okay, write down the list of the qualities you want in him. Now I want you to write down your top five qualities. Do you see any of your top five qualities on that list? where hmm. what you said you wanted in a man? Was it, or did you write down all things that are physical? You know, did you write anything down that dealt with his character and the way that he treats you and the life that you want? And so I really, when I do my live events, I take women on a journey to build the dream life that they want and they walk away with a notebook full of reminders uh, and affirmations of what they need to do to be able to choose good love. See, we'll get out here and we'll get lonely and be like, oh, I just want to date somebody. Oh, I need to get me some. (laughs) <laughs> I've been celibate five years but trust me there was a day when yeah. I was I was hollering about that and then when I got it I was like I could have had a V eight. <laughs> <laughs> so ladies you don't want to lead with that energy because it's going to attract something that you don't want you've already That's had true. So you have to be able to go through your healing process, do your work, and get serious about do you really want to be in a good relationship? If so, we got to do the work to figure out what that looks like, especially if you've never had it. And so I don't know if that answered your question, but you need to know um, what you want in a mate, and you need to try to make sure you're getting to be what that looks like. So a lot of people like to quote how Nicole Ari Parker wrote the list, and then she met Boris, uh uh she looked up and met Boris, and Boris, I remember the story, Boris, um, they had a, on his first on-camera kissing scene. He was nervous, and she had to ki- teach him how to kiss. Now, that's when she got Boris. She had to teach him how to kiss. Girl, don't you <laughs> love your opportunity? But I'm joking here, and God bless them. They're a beautiful couple. I'm so happy to see their their, their mm-hmm. love, and I love following them and watching them and be great parents and stuff, but what I'm saying is, a lot of times we make the list and then we sit it down and we never look at it again. And we say, well, God, you haven't sent anybody my way. You're not out actively dating. You're not actively meeting people. You're not out living. And another quote that I have that I say all the time, Nadia is be found living. I don't want a man. I love that. Be found living.
0: Say it again. Tell us what that is.
1: I don't want a man that's at home playing video games. Thank you. I don't, I don't want a dude that's in his house and he works all day and all he wants to do is come home and watch TV and eat pizza. That's not what I'm looking for. I like to put checks on my passport. You understand? I need stamps. You understand? Mm-hmm. I want I, I, I want to see the world and I want somebody who wants to do that. You understand? I'm writing this down. <laughs> that's yes. a certain lifestyle that I want to leave. <laughs> yes I love your little uh, planner by the way your little journal so we're on video by the way y'all when y'all hear this and
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which, I'm not sharing the video but yes we are on video so for those that can't see I have this small little journal that one of my friends gave me it has a hundred sheets in it and it really is just like enough space to write like you know maybe two or three lines per page so every time I hear something um or something speaks to me like what you just said I write it down. So I'll share, um, okay, here's one. I'll share something. So, uh, you know, sometimes, and I have it at my work desk, so I'll read it. So this one says, God will never take something away without giving you more. Mm. So Joel Osteen said that. And some of these I just hear, um, you know, and I'm like, oh, that's true. This is a good reminder. And yours is great. So here's another one. Godly women do not get revenge or retaliate. They allow, they allow God to work it out.
1: Amen. So you know what you just said with that first quote? What you said was you're allowing yourself to live. Some people are just passing through life and then they get to the end and they're like, where did it go? Because we're walking around angry, we're walking around bitter, we're walking around stuck. We never move past the hurt. We never move past what left us. And God will never take something away from you without giving you more. That is so powerful. You know, when I um, realized that, and I actually talk about that in the book, when I realized that I didn't lose when my kid's dad left us, I won. I tell people this all the time, I won. You know, yes, I raised my kids by myself as a single mom on one income, and we've had some ups and downs, but I won. Do you know the amount of peace I have had over these years, the amount of joy? I mean, listen, Mm -hmm. I am not willing to sacrifice my peace of mind, my safety, my honor, my reputation, Mm -hmm. just to have a man. Absolutely. Y'all can have it. it. And so um, I think those are some of the the places you need to be in. That's a place you need to be in when you start dating again. I think that you need to be happy with being single Mm -hmm. and okay if you're in a relationship, but still good being single. Because You're trying to date and you have this this energy around you, you know, um, of oh my god, I just need a man. I just need a man. i just my life would change if I had a man. That's a, he's gonna feel that pressure. And that is too much a weight for any human being to carry. He is not your God. Um, I think it was Priscilla Shire. Was it Priscilla or was it Lisa Turkhurst? It was Lisa Turkhurst of Proverbs 31, women um she's probably 31 she's amazing and her and her husband went through like a terrible riff in their life and they just rededicated themselves you know it happens to the best of us um a woman who i never would have thought that would have happened to but this is real life people are hurting temptation is real life is real um your next relationship you get into make sure you're constantly connecting and making time mm-hmm. for each other checking in Checking in. Yes. One of the things I said that um, and let me finish it the Lisa Turker scene, because I was just about to jump, but uh because I digress real quick. But she said, I love my husband art. My my husband art is an amazing man, but he makes a very poor God.
0: Mmm, that's
1: powerful. Years ago, that woman said that for all the women who are who were like, I just well, you're married, so Lisa, you have it better. She's like, Listen, my husband is a great guy, but he makes a very poor God. And what she was saying by that is It is great to be in relationship. We need to be in relationship. Girlfriendships and sister friendships and family relationships and work relationships and all those things are really great, but they are a poor replacement for the God we need. And I'm glad that your two quotes involved him. Um, And so she's saying that don't put this idea of marriage so far in front of you that once you have it, it's just gonna change your life and everything's gonna be amazing because it's not. You need to know that you're in, in relationship with somebody. And if you two aren't feeding each other, it's going to be easy for that to break apart. But again, it, it takes commitment. It takes commitment.
0: Absolutely. No, that's great advice. And I mean, you know, I ask a lot of my friends who, um, or people who I know who are transitioning or now divorced. And I'm like, do you plan to get remarried again? Because I plan to get remarried again.
1: Girl, Some of so them- fabulous. Not <laughs> too, honey. A man well, would be crazy.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? It's not, it's not even that easy. Like I've, in the three years, Mm -hmm. um, since we separated, I have only been in two, um, like real relationships. Uh I'm going to say one of them doesn't even really count Uh anymore. I'm going to dismiss that one. But, (laughs) um, and you know, I was like, and my whole thing too, was like, I realized early on that I was just dating to date. I was not intentional. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, what am I doing? And I had not gone through the healing process. Mm -hmm. So it's very important. So I think it took me about a year to really understand, like, you're not ready. um, You really need to do a lot of healing. And more importantly, you need to really figure out who Nadia is. Because I met my former husband when I was 19, married until I was 39. So that's all your 20s, all your 30s. And basically, like, you know, I'm entering age 40
1: this space, yeah,
0: and you know there wasn't Facebook I mean it was like all new inventions like in this whole space like, how y'all
1: dating now how y'all I dating now? y'all online
0: <laughs> exactly and I remember at first I'm like nope you're not gonna catch me online I'm gonna do it the old-fashioned way and then I realized well you know what some people are really lazy about it mm-hmm. and meaning like they are not found living and yeah. even though they say they want to meet someone they're going to be at home scrolling through their phone, like, you know, having a beer from their fridge. Exactly. As opposed to going out to meet someone. So I tried that and I didn't have any bad experiences from it. Um, you know, nothing serious came out of any of those.
1: What site did you use?
0: So I did Bumble Mm -hmm. and then I did Tinder, which I think people, um, it has a bad rap. I think you can be on there for only one thing only, or you can be on there to really meet somebody. In fact, I met someone on there who was like a, a, a engineer, like a rocket scientist, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, smart guy, like, but it, we just didn't, no, didn't, it wasn't yeah. a fit, but still, nevertheless, I had no bad experiences, but ironically, the two people who I was in a relationship with, we met, um, in real life. Mm -hmm. living we were found living I met one at a jazz Mm -hmm. festival and then I met another one at Congressional Black Caucus yes um so that was interesting but so I had another conversation with another guest of mine and this is something I'm like oh I need to ask Kaywanda this Mm -hmm. so you know he he's a uh, a man and he's very much like you know I would say a traditional he has like A lot, you know, the boys, he's a frat brother, like all those things, right? He's in a fraternity, I should say. Um, And one of the things he said was that the problem with men is that they are not taught how to be good husbands. They are only taught how to be good men. And, in and, you know, I apologize, Stephen, if I'm messing this up, but basically a good man provides for his family. That means he has a good job. He's a good dad, all these other things. But when it comes to being a good husband, he's not taught that you have to be faithful. You have to be emotionally there. You have to make yourself vulnerable, all these other things. So that's one of the things that he said is the problem. And he's going through his own transition as well after marriage of, I think, 19 years. Mm -hmm. and He's 43. So one of the things he told me though, is that as he's been talking to more and more men and he read an article recently, and you know, the opinion is, is that as men get older, they appreciate, right? And as women get older, we depreciate. So it's much easier for him. (laughs) This is the article, that's not, and he's like, this is what I read. But he said, a lot of men don't disagree. Is that like a 45 to 50 year old man who's getting gray hair? He's a silver fox. He's successful. You know, he is at the peak of his career. But women, when we are 45 to 50 and, you know, and older, Mm -hmm. we're getting, look at me, like all of our gray hair, our body
1: parts. I'm (laughs) going to pause you because I have done nothing. But gotten better with time. Well, that's what I told him. I said, you know what? He was, and he was like, think Listen, about it. Look I've been fabulous years. for all these forty-two years. Look I know. at
0: Halle Berry. Look at Halle Berry. I'm sorry, but she she's fine like wine. The older she gets, she's getting more and more beautiful. I agree. Yes. But again, I want to say, are we? The question is, are we the exception to this rule, or okay. to this theory? This theory, not the rule.
1: I don't know if we have enough time for me to unpack these things. So keep <laughs> me on track because I'm, I'm not making any notes. And I really wanted to say something first to when you said he um, said he wasn't taught to be a good husband. He was taught to be a good man. First of all, he has to take personal responsibility for his Oh, he
0: has. He has. He definitely has.
1: Marriage. But then I would agree with him that in our culture, so much has been shown to Black men. And I assume he's a brother. Yes, he is. So much has been shown to black men that has circulated around their manhood being based on how many women they bid. And that's what being a man is, having money and having lots of women. And that is unfortunate, right? Because um, we started having a a huge loss of having fathers in the family. You know, I'm raising boys by myself. And so they're getting these messages from TV and from media and from other places and music, right? Um, And from the uncles they see. And even growing up in the South, I saw lots of women who were married and their husbands were sleeping around. And so we'd be at church, she'd be on the mother's board and the mistress would be in the audience with all these kids. And he's in the choir and everybody's acting like they're one big happy family, but they're not. Mm-hmm. They're in pain, they're hurting, um, but they they've fall in love with a man who is neither a good man or a good husband. And so it, it really takes a strong man to say, hey, I'm not going to let that be my reality just because somebody said it is so. Um, I have a brother who I'm so proud of. Their dad wasn't, I'm the oldest and I'm the only one by my dad. And then my mom has four kids by this other guy who left her um high and dry just disappeared one year and when he came back everybody was grown 10 years later he comes back Whoa. and turns out he has kids the exact same ages as all the kids he had with my mom so like how sir and then they just welcomed him with open arms and they were so excited and i was like we haven't seen this dude in 10 years you've been raising everybody by yourself and doing what you had to do he, he just fell off the face of the earth and y'all are excited And he has a whole wife and and a whole set of kids the same ages as all of y'all and then more. And so, you know, that's about healing and restoration. And they've been able to forgive and enjoy each other. But I'm telling this story like this because so much in our community has been shown to us that that's okay, but it's not. And women back then were afraid to speak up. But nowadays, we know we don't have to settle for that. You know, women back then were like, we're relying on this guy. I don't really have the education. I don't really have my own job. I don't really have my own money. I'm just a homemaker. I got to put up with this. All right. So I wanted to kind of touch on that just a little Mm -hmm. bit about good man, good husband. Yes, there hasn't been a lot of teaching. Um, And then there are those great fathers out there who do teach their sons and they do love their wives. And so we salute you. We know you're listening. We're not saying this. It's just rare, unfortunately, because so much has happened to dissect the the African-American family. Now, let's talk about your second point. Um, I will say that men who are interested in having good relationships with good women will not listen to foolishness in that article where you're saying women depreciate. However, the same man that I described earlier, yes, when he hits his 40s and 50s and he has status and he has money, he's going to go for a 20 year old. He's going to go for a 20 year old, 25 year old, 30 year old, not all, but some we've seen it throughout our whole lives. We call it them having a midlife crisis. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they still have a huge libido well into their seventies. Right. And then they say that we don't, but the, 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 the bag is on them because yes, we do. We just tired of your 10 minutes. We're tired of your five minutes and Susie over here acting like she's having a great time, but she's just really enjoying spending your money. Mm-hmm. Can I preach? Preach. Let, yes. me preach. <laughs> Let the
0: church say amen. Thank Tell your you. neighbor three times.
1: <laughs> so, and then I think that, is, that 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 actually disgusts me that somebody wrote an article that, that said that to women because, you know, we go through so much bringing children into the world. We go through so much. A lot yes. of us put their careers on the back burner to support the men, to help them reach the heights that they've reached. That that woman in that first marriage was there to help build him. Even though it didn't work out, he's the man he is today because that woman put in work with him. Your Your husband, even though it's contentious, he's the freaking man he is today because he had you supporting him and helping him build. So he needs to push back, have a seat. And let it go because y'all wouldn't be in the shape you're in if he would have been doing everything he needed to do. I'm going to be clear and let it be. So to answer your question, when you said, how do you handle that? You have to get to the level, the level of Maxine Waters unbothered. (laughs) And when when I moved to Texas and my kids dad lied three years in a row about getting our kids for the summer and spending time with those boys, they went from being four and six to what was that now? Um, seven and nine, and they hadn't seen their dad, and it carried on till they were thirteen and eleven. And then again, he didn't see them until they were sixteen and eighteen. I mean, you know, you have to get to a level of unbotheredness to where when somebody isn't doing what they need to do or they're cutting up because the truth is he's got guilt over the way he's done. And it makes him feel good because he at least gets to still talk to you and see hmm. you. Yes, but sir. We unbothered over here because you, you had all of this and <laughs> this is what you wanted to do. So go on, go on and enjoy it. I'm yeah. tapping my hand on the table like pep, 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 pep. Yes. On. And Absolutely. so you have to be able to say, I, I choose peace. I choose peace. I just choose peace. Absolutely. In, in your next relationship, um, think about the things you wish that he had done the, the glances you wish he had given you, the, the sweet things you wish he had said and minted, and the care and concern or whatever it was that you're lacking. And start, instead of looking for just, he's sexy, he, he's, you know, man about town, he's well established, he's, you know, great credit score, all those things are nice start looking for the, how does he really treat me? How are we together? Are Absolutely. We really good in these moments, you know? And um, I think that that will help women out there really begin to start choosing wisely and choosing better. Because trust me, you bore me to tears. If all you can do is talk about Morgan Stanley and you're this and you're that, I'm like, oh my god, mm-hmm. what kind of human being is this? Who, who, what woman listened to you and made you think? This <laughs> is okay, no, you ah, got that right. You, you
0: the, got that
1: the right. The one who spent his money and now that he's with me, he doesn't want to spend any. Well, guess what, sir? You know, because you know you have some <laughs> yes. of Why yeah. do women always want? Well, why? What? Excuse me. Tell us what we need you for, then. <laughs> tell us again. We need to know because we're already out here doing everything 100%, and by everything, we mean everything. So, you need to add to our lives, honey. Because it's like they can go out and sleep with this woman and sleep with that woman. If we wanted to, we could do the same thing, but that's not my style. That's not our style. We're ladies for a reason. And um, as far as the men sewing their royal oats, sis, you know, it's such a double standard. You know, everything that guy said was basically men do no wrong, whether they're young or old they still get to call the shots. And so I refute the article. I
0: <laughs> <You laughs> refute
1: the article. We, and we depreciate. But um I will defend my sisters and I'm going to stop talking, but I will defend my sisters who are like, you know, what? I don't look like I looked 10 years ago, 5 years ago, because they've put up with uh cheating, they've put up with the gambling, they've put up with uh you know, working and quitting a job and not working, narcissism. working. you know, the, the narcissism, they put up with it all and they've had the babies. They've taken care of the house and home. They've prayed all day and all night. They have served at church. They've been the perfect everything. And she's sitting here empty and exhausted and too tired to put on makeup, too tired to work out, too tired to whatever. But sister, I say to you, get back up and come back to you. I say to you, get back up. Love you in the season you're in. Mm -hmm. Get back up and start working on the things that you want to work on. Not for him, not for them, but for you.
0: For you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Happiness comes from within. No man is going to complete you or make you happy. You have to be complete so that when you meet the man, you two are bringing something together. Right? Making something together. Well, thank you, Kaywanda. This was a great conversation. And let me just add this because I already know Stephen is going to be like, I don't endorse that article. He does not endorse the article. He's just saying he read this article and has had many conversations. Mm-hmm. But I refute that article and I reject it. I rebuke it because I feel as the older I get, the better I get too. I'm sorry. Yes. Like, no, I don't think anybody wanted 28 year old version of me. I wasn't <laughs> mature enough. You know, I was still trying to figure this all out. Yes. And I have now grown into a much more confident internally woman and happier woman.
1: And, and so that's your answer for the people who are in those second marriages and they seem happy. Um, yes. It's because they figured out what it is they do want, what they can do. And, and, it, and it's not saying it's perfect, but um, I think we know and the, the second time around how to keep the peace
0: mm-hmm. and
1: how to influence a little bit better than the neck rolling and the finger snapping and whatever it was the first time around, which I'm not saying it was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right. No, but you're right. Well, thank you very much. I know my homework. I'm going to write my list, but I'm yeah. also going to make sure that the f- things, I'm going to write five things, that those five qualities exist in me, right? That's what I need to do. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. And, and and the thing is, like, is, do we have this Idris Elba idea but we're, and I hate to do this, but, uh, you know, just to give the, the frame of reference. No, I'm not going to do it. Because <laughs> okay. do I don't want to insult anybody and because that, that's not what I mean. But do we have this Idris Elba dream, but, you know, we're not his beautiful wife that he just married, Sabrina DeHauer, right? Are we not a Sabrina, you know, um, and the, the kind of woman that a Idris is looking for, right? So you're you're waiting on tall, dark, and handsome. Have you been doing what tall, dark, and handsome is looking for? Right, mm-hmm. so you know, get in those circles, start listening. I wasn't, I wasn't playing when I said y'all need to start asking Becky questions. Because guess what? When you see a white woman that's married, especially to a black man, she's not running around looking crazy. She ain't running around looking crazy. No. no. And so the no. things that he might not have done for you, he's over there doing for her. We need to get Becky the host back. My- <laughs> <20 seconds. laughs>
0: okay, I have, I have well, met. There are, there are. I've seen black that? women, women of color, even you know um that are walking around here like becky too like unbothered
1: and oh, like I, one of my best friends is married to a white guy and he treats her like a whole entire queen and yes, you know, people will say you know why i can't i just i didn't know your husband was and she's when i say she's an amazon and absolutely drop-dead gorgeous hmm. um uh, They're like, how you know? How are you dating? How are you married to a white guy? She's like, I didn't pick him because he was a white guy. He was good to me. I, I dated black dudes too, and and you know, I just was open to love, and and we just happened to fall in love, and you know. But then I hate to hear those people who are like, I only date white women. You know, yeah. that disappoints me because I think you should be open to good love. But you know what? Hey, it's it's usually dudes, and I'm like, boy, I wouldn't be checking for you anyway. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like, okay, we're not, we not upset. But uh, anyway, it has been a pleasure to be your guest. Hey guys, y'all can come and join me over at kwandalam.com. I'm an author, speaker, and coach. I host events for single mothers. I love to talk about dating and helping you get your coins up. And the name of yeah. my podcast, which I forgot to say earlier, is called The Wit single mom. I haven't launched it yet, Nadia. I'm actually working on the website and all the behind the scenes things, but it's coming. So I want to say kudos to you because you're getting thank out there. Done is better than perfect. Her <laughs> more Tyler. So he would be so proud of you. Yeah,
0: yes. Yes. Wait, tell us the name of the podcast again. I think it went out.
1: Okay. It's called The Winning Single Mom. And yeah. I'm so excited. It's going to be all about helping single mothers who want to start a side hustle or their own business. Oh, love back. it and Nadia was my guest and she dropped tea, honey. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. All right, Kaywanda. Well, thank you very much.
0: You have a wonderful day and we'll definitely have to have you back. Are you open to that?
1: Yes. Love you, Dolly.
0: All right. Love you too.